Hello and welcome everybody to episode 45 of Foul Play. I know it's sad, it's heartbreaking, but this will be our final episode of Fantasy Overwatch League Play. Thank you so much for joining us for another fun year. I had a blast playing fantasy with all of you and talking about it for an hour with uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. And he's here again <laughs> tonight, uh, Teoyama. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good, best friend. How are you? Good. I'm I just good. I just want people to know, just to clear the air, like we might our voices may be gone, but but we're still around. You know, we're still yeah. gonna be here. If you have fantasy overwatch questions, you can hit us uh -huh. up on Twitter and stuff like that. You know, yeah. find us on Discord. We're actually like pretty nice on Discord unless you send us like inappropriate pictures, then we get really nice. Uh -huh. You know, so Yeah, so we just we send know, we're the open. love back. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much everybody for joining us. Um, we do still have a week, uh, a short week of matches, albeit, but we do have some matches to talk about. So we are going to be doing later on in this episode, kind of a end of year overall wrap up discussion of fantasy. Talk about maybe our teams, what they looked like in the end of the year, maybe our, how we did, uh, and then the kind of pros and cons of fantasy this year and what we'd like to see going forward. But before that, let's talk about the games we did have. So, like uh, everybody knows, if you watch Overwatch League, I, it's insane if you play Overwatch League Fantasy and you don't watch the shows. But who knows? <laughs> uh, the Kit Kat Rivalry weekend was this weekend, the final weekend of the season. We had two days uh, with three games one day and four games the second, I think? Or was it four and four? Oh, man. Now I'm uh <laughs> I think it was four and four. All right, great. Four and four. <laughs> and so we had eight games to talk about. Um, so obviously leaders and feeders are going to be a little strange because we don't have as many players to talk about. But uh, we have some very fun leaders because it's garbage time, baby. Uh, <laughs> teams had their spots already sealed up. So now it's time to play your bench players, especially on this uh, old patch that won't be here for playoffs. So... Teoyama, why don't you take one of the categories and talk about uh, talk about an emergent DPS or tank or support leader? Um, all right, no doubt, no doubt. I will take uh, DPS because my heart is warmed and um, we saw the blooming of the flower. Flowers back for NYXL, and mm -hmm. it was it was splendid to see. New York looked a lot better with him in there. It may or may not be because, as Nene posted on his Discord, he could not hear any of the comms on, or he couldn't he couldn't hear anything in game oh when he was playing. Word. It was weird. So he was like listening to his teammates, blah blah blah. But regardless, um, Flower got his playtime and mm -hmm. helped NYXL a ton. He was top 20 on Sunday when they played Vancouver and went to five. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm especially hype about that, considering the fact that he's one of the most flex flexible players in the game. And that looks good for NYXL going to the playoffs. Yeah, and it's then, really nice. Uh, yeah, and another note on DPS is uh, Adora continued to play well for Hangzhou. Um, he seems to have cemented that spot opposite uh, Godsby. And uh, he scored well for Fantasy and should probably continue to in the mm -hmm. playoffs if Hangzhou does well. Yeah. Uh, both of them scored decently well for DPS players. Nothing, like, insanely high. I, I think both of them were kind of on the May duty a little bit more than mm -hmm. either of them would have liked. Uh, Flower getting 110 in his best game on high noon. Adora getting 125 on his best game in high noon. So, uh, like, kind of average scores, but it is cool to see these players uh, in the limelight in the first place. 
So yep. the leader from the support category that I want to talk to uh, is someone who, despite coming off the bench, has scored one of the best scores we've seen in a while. Uh, that's Rappel <laughs> of the Vancouver Titans uh, playing the flex support role. Twilight and Slime shared time uh, to fill in for different maps while Rappel stayed in the whole time. He got 185 in best game, 323.31 in combined, scoring incredibly high, more than Dogman even got in a best or combined game. And Dogman also played extremely well, getting really high points this weekend. So uh, awesome to see Rappel get playtime. I wouldn't expect it at all until <laughs> until the end of the season or maybe ever. I don't know if he stays on this <laughs> team. Um, so... Maybe until the release of a new hero. I don't know. So, yeah, Boston, but, yeah. Boston could probably use another flex support. You know, if they get tired Ooh. of Persia, he can uh, Persia can join Aimgod on the bench, and maybe they'll pick Rappel up. Yeah, <laughs> that actually would be a big trade. It's just literally four times as much as uh, Boston would pay for any player ever. Probably. Yeah, so which is zero. Happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, you want me to take the uh, the last leader for sure. uh, last last category, and that would be a uh, tank. Yes, and uh, I gotta give credit to another uh, NYXL fellow, and that's Mecco. For you know, he was pretty much bottom of the barrel for the past weeks. He was looking a lot like Zephyr, you know, really out of place, um, really useless, really out of sync with his team. Um, but then this week, he was he was top five in daily on a Sunday and top mm-hmm. twenty on Saturday. So that's kind of a return to somebody who we had used to consider a top tier tank. Um, so that that's really good to see. Yeah, I don't know where he went. Like, it, it's funny because it was this whole stage, too. It wasn't yeah. like, it was like, okay, it's just he's finally warming up the stage. No, he was bad all stage. He just had, like, a good weekend. So Yeah, Mecco seems to be one of those players where, like, there's there's certain players who play well even if their team is not playing well, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you'll see good stat lines from them even in a loss. But Mecco's not one of those players. No. It seems like <laughs> if NYXL is getting stomped, he's really getting stomped. Um, and if NYXL is doing the stomping, then, you know, his foot is going down. Yes. Oh, indeed. Uh, all right. So th- those are our leaders from this section. Uh, short again, I apologize, but short amount of games. So let's talk about feeders. Uh, before we get into any categories, we're just going to throw a city name at you, and that's Shanghai. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, we've said it a few times now. Shanghai is on a spiral, and fantasy points do not cometh on spirals. Shanghai no, has been. They do not. It is not like fantasy football. You do not get nope. uh, points no. for your spirals. It does not work out. <laughs> no, not uh, Just let let DM do DM stuff. It's really just put him in the game. Just let him join yeah, the server. Just let just let him play. I think he got a little bit of play time on Sunday, oh. uh, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough for all of Shanghai right now. I thought Luffy was a great buy in fantasy. Uh, and he did not pay off this no. this week. I think is he split time with Izayaki, and uh, yeah, it's pretty tough for for all of Shanghai in real life and in fantasy Overwatch. Yeah, if he weren't playing Vancouver, well, even Vancouver were uh, dangerous choices. But like Vancouver and New York and Atlanta, you were probably scoring rather low this weekend. But um... hey, not not Atlanta, not if you played Erster. Oh, you mean if you're playing against? If you're them. playing, no, if you played those players you were doing well i think i misspoke oh, if you were playing gotcha, those teams gotcha. you probably did really well actually hey, gladiator scored pretty well too though so it this is why we're best friends because i forgive you you know yeah 
So and you're good. smarter than me, and that's why we're friends <laughs> for yeah. a purpose. Uh, I'm the brains, you're the brawn. Exactly. Okay, so for feeders, uh, we're not going to get too much into the categories. Like we said, Shanghai scored extremely low, not so great. Um, Spark yep. as well. We're kind of on that end as uh, on that end. And in terms of supports, we have two supports that got benched quite a bit that normally score you. Buku Fantasy Bucks, uh, and that would be <laughs> Bebe and Twilight. Both of them decided to sit the pine for the first time in their wonderful yep. lives, and uh, th- you probably got screwed. I mean, if you played those players, you got screwed, but uh, we don't have ownership percentages on the website, which would be a great thing, uh, but a good <laughs> amount of you probably got screwed, so real sorry yeah. to hear that. Uh, there's no fantasy insurance on foulplay.com, so you lost those 25 coins for the competitive game. I'm, uh, my apologies. I'm pretty sure I was. I had both of them in fantasy, Ooh. so uh, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. got screwed. You know, Bebe went bench bench, and Twilight went night night, and it did not work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Twilight is. I mean, he was on the stage a bit, but he played like Lucio, so you know. The, nah. the spice is right. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, normally, at this point in time, we talk about the daily format. We'd go through who won Saturday, Sunday, Friday, and Thursday. I don't know why mm-hmm. I said it in that order. Not, not in that order, <laughs> not usually. Not in that order at all. Uh, <laughs> so, unfortunately, we have no Foul Play Friday or the Foul Play 50 to talk about. So, we're going to feature the Saturday winner. So, congratulations yeah. to Panchikar Pratyush? I think it's Panchikar Pratyush. Thank you so that, much. That sounds cool, right? I think I, I think I nailed that. Yeah. If I did not, then Panchikar, we can talk about this, and we could talk about it over a nice candlelit dinner because I feel bad. I just uh-huh. I tried, you yeah. know. I'll Venmo you and, ten bucks for Domino's. I can help. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Me and Panchikar, we could share a nice Domino's meal and talk about his starting lineup, which got him the win, yeah. which was comprised of Sherfor, Erster, Mecco, Fried Wiener, Shaz, and Violet. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> that's a team written in the stars. I'm trying to figure out where he paid down. Like he Mecco and Fried, down, I guess? FR, yeah, Fried and Mecco are both pretty cheap. And Erster okay. still is like, this This is a note for the rest of all of eternity and fantasy. If Erster continues to cost 15 instead of <laughs> just being 18, just him. get Erster. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. So we're yeah. adding that to the fantasy Bible. Oh, by the way, if you want yeah. more uh, off season content, I'm going to be writing the fantasy Overwatch League Bible. Uh, <laughs> Taylor's going to be my editor, and we're going to produce that. Uh, that'd be Beautiful. fun. Uh, donate $50 or more to the Patreon, and we'll talk. Okay. Yeah, so... that, that, that gets you into fantasy heaven. You just donate it's to the church. Heaven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, tithing, the best kind of eSport. So uh, this team, that, like said, I mean, that seems like a pretty no-brainer. Like, none of those were risky to me. Like, I think no, he just was... played it right. Like, just the numbers yeah, just were solid. It. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, I don't think maybe you would have played – oh, jeez. Yeah, Me- I don't even Mecca know. Mecca was like... the risk – Mecco was a risk, but uh-huh. but they were playing Boston, so that shouldn't be a risk. Right, so right. he made he made the right call. I guess Kariv um, maybe could have been another support choice, but like yeah, but Shaz, Shaz and Violet are like two yeah, they're of just like the better choices, MVPs right. this season. So, yeah, okay. So cool. good job, Panchikar. Yeah, way to do Nailed the it. right thing. Uh, yeah. So and then our Sunday winner as well. Uh, we have a repeat name. Uh, yeah, the again. return. So who probably won the most? 
of any of our fantasy Overwatch consistently? After me. After me. I think you guys might be tied. We may be tied. You might be um, tied. Uh, that yeah. is, in fact, Zentanio uh, single 094. I wish it was double O, so it would sound like a cool name, but it's not. Uh, Zentanio, huge win. Congratulations on your Sunday victory. Uh, and congrats on winning a bunch of our leagues. That's pretty awesome. So, congrats. Yeah. Thanks for playing as well. As It's really we might cool have that to open up, up the. Uh, we might have to open up a, a guest seat for Zentanio at some point. Zentanio yeah. needs to hit us up. Heck yeah. Um, if you want an, uh, and... an entry in the fantasy Bible, you want to make one of the commandments, then yeah. hit us up. If we'll Centennial talk. wants to be one of the disciples, we we got to know what's going on in their in their head, you know. Exactly. Because uh, there's there's been some big performances this season, and we're mm-hmm. we're impressed. We're taking note, you know. I I, I wrote it down on, in my in my dream journal, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to be Zentanio's nightmare next year. Right. <laughs> yeah, Zentanio um, is uh, – you wrote down in your journal, he's on my bathroom mirror. Uh, and yeah. there's a, it's above it, it says to kill and is then underlined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're working on it, uh, and we'll have it done. So yeah. this upcoming Perfect. week, we only have Daily Fantasy because High Noon it won't be able to operate in a playoffs format. If you're on Hainunaji.gg, your season is finished up, as well as Winston's Lab, if you still use that for fantasy. If you do, I'm sorry. Uh, but if you uh, if you are using that, that'll be finished up. So now all you have left is fantasyowl.com, and go join those daily contests. Uh, I'm still going to be playing. Teo's probably still going to be playing, I assume. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll still be around, so like, she'll try to beat us. It's not hard to beat me. Uh, it's tough to beat Teo. He's definitely the final, but he's definitely the leader of this <laughs> Elite Four, too. Um, we used to be four. Uh, so, we, yeah, we used to be so many. There were so we miss, many we miss you, A. Smith. We miss you. We miss you, Deathblow. We miss you, A. Smith. We miss all of you. Uh, so, yeah, so join us. But the game's coming up this weekend are confusing because we have some algebra involved so first games we have up are charge versus hunters followed by the philadelphia fusion versus the shanghai dragons and then we have spitfire versus x and soul versus y um (laughs) man i don't know i i I think in terms of this week i mean it's just daily format so you're not really going to be able to set your roster until friday evening for saturday but you can start setting your friday roster now what players would you pick up right now if you were if you were to think of somebody if you're like man right. i'm gonna pick from this team because i think they have for a shot friday we're going friday. friday yeah it's All really right. the only one we can talk about this upcoming week here we go i'm going hotba okay i'm going elsa okay i'm going I feel like they're both moderately priced, you know, yeah. fairly inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to go Jinmu, but then I, ha- I would have to go down somewhere else and maybe try Nero, who's not getting, mm-hmm. who's who's who might cost a little bit less because they're he's not getting all the playing time so yeah. far, but he still should get playing time. Okay, I think that's that's about it. So um, you're basically you're thinking that Charge Hunters is going to be a closer match than Fusion Dragons. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting they're on the same day. Uh, yeah, I do think that's gonna be a closer match, though. I think regardless, it's gonna be a better match. <laughs> I'm just not sure if it's gonna be closer. Oh, um, yeah. The dream, though, I think you would get a lot of karma points if you went 
uh, with Diem and uh, Carpe as your DPS, yes, and exactly. just like and just prayed that the, the anime that is Overwatch League uh-huh. just came to its senses uh-huh. and put those two in like a widow one v one for the entire game. Like the yeah. teams went five on five, you know, Symmetra, Orisa, Sigma, like on the point, and just let Diem and Carpe just go to the other side and just play widow one on one. That would yeah. be that's my that's my goal It'd be for this incredible. Um, I, I think I agree with you if your first point originally. I do think that Charge Hunters are going to be scoring a lot more points than the Fusion Dragons game. Um, I, mostly because I think Fusion are going to win that one 3-1. Uh, I think Charge is going to be like a 3-2 win, but we'll talk more about that later. Uh, so that's why I'm assuming that the Charge Hunters are going to be a closer match. I think that they'll just hit that map 5 mark, or I don't think that fusion dragons can so uh in terms of who do i start that's our suggestion but that's really the only suggestion we can give because it's playoff season baby who knows who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's impossible to know it's crazy uh so uh i'm excited for playoffs i i know all of you should be i love playoff season i think it's so 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 fun um i love that anybody can win mechanic i am a big fan of double elimination my fgc heart is kind of broken by the fact that there's no bracket reset in the grand finals um i get why logistically that can't happen but i just i am sad about the fact that there's a chance that our champion and our runner-up can both be at one loss in the (laughs) in the in the playoff scheme of things um it is a little bit off-putting to me but yeah i mean it is what it is so i mean you just got a deal i suppose um yeah but that's that's enough about playoffs that's not fantasy related we have to talk about this whole year the the season of overwatch league that uh gave us the fantasy points that we enjoyed and made content about so i'd say we have something to say about it uh, unfortunately, Teo and I weren't here on Foul Play all year, but we are going to talk as if we were. So, yeah, um, let's sum it up for everybody. Exactly. Teo, my first question is going to be a positive note. Uh, okay. What did you I find like the most, what did you find the most fun about fantasy this year? What did you enjoy the most? What was the best aspect of it? Um, all right. So I'll say, I'll say, actually have two two answers here right the first one is one that's a very personal answer you know very self-centered and then the second part the second answer is one that everybody can relate to i think you know the first one is one that i personally can relate to the second is one that i think other people can also find fun about fantasy looking forward and Uh so the first one what was the most fun in terms of fantasy this year is or was winning yeah so okay. <laughs> i enjoyed i enjoyed winning this year i sure. thought that was pretty cool um and i know that not everybody can win so like you know i'm yeah. i that's why i have a second answer um, right and it's a and podcast do... for the people so so please yeah, please exactly. give me so your I wanna, second i want to care about the people but first I, I i do have to keep keep on a little bit i just checked my high noon scores because i stopped setting my high noon roster and uh-huh after the api kind of busted and now i'm um, curious, and i yeah, still right. and i still uh was top five in a few leagues and i won the game house unlimited league even though yeah, i did not set my roster for all of the stage four so that amazing. is pretty hilarious that i also had so a bit of a funny. grudge there because i applied to write for the game house and ah, they didn't even respond to me and i was like you you scrubs so 
you know, all of those guys there, get get got, get got. <laughs> That's G- amazing. GG, buddy. <laughs> and then, uh, so my it. second answer, what did I enjoy about fantasy this year is I just think I had a really good time trying to, you know, analyze certain players and then find those sleepers for the next week. Not sleepers as in like bottom of the barrel guys, but like yeah. it was really fun to see, like, for example, like Erster, like he got on stage, started popping off and it was fun to like take that, you know, it's, it's always fun to see somebody do well and then profit from them doing well the next week when you buy cheap on them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought, I thought that was really fun about fantasy is just like, you know, finding finding players that you really enjoy watching that have a certain swagger to them and then getting to uh enjoy them scoring points for you yeah that's um, huge. yeah well how about you what what did what did you have the most fun with this year man i i really enjoyed this year i think one of the biggest things is probably the inclusion of daily fantasy uh for me oh yeah i i do enjoy i actually i love the the long season format the the drafting of it i think i bit off a little bit more than i could chew this year i entered like six leagues or something um yeah. just because i had like i convinced friends to join i had the discord games and stuff i did relatively well um i got first in every league i was in except one uh which unfortunately both Acemith and deathblow were in so that's what <laughs> i'm pissed about i like oh, definitely no. stopped setting my roster like i just looked at it like i have like aim god in there and stuff and it's like ah crap so um i do feel bad about that one but uh other than that like I, I really like that. I did love the drafting at the start of the season. Like, I loved the... Uh... Oh, yeah, the draft. I love drafting. That That's fun mm-hmm. as well. And this is what I'm going to say. is less about the fantasy formats we had and more just about the what Overwatch League kind of is. I know Overwatch League gets a lot of flack for their changing meta, uh, which mm-hmm. people kind of love and hate at the same time. I think in fantasy, it is so fun uh because it makes waiver wires like insanely important stage to stage uh like for example we had sinatra be like probably the one of the best if not the best fantasy dps for like three stages and then all of a sudden he's only playing one map you know like yeah and we have we have guys like architect all of a sudden back in the running and like architect was one of those guys that like if you were listening to foul play at the start of the season we're like pick this guy up if at least for bench to like keep him Mm -hmm. around until widow comes back you know so um I, I think it worked out really well. I thought stage four was actually it kept stage four fun for fantasy, which I think can be kind of hard to do. So those are my those are my two things that I really enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, I love the inclusion of a new fantasy format. I think it's a lot of fun. So that brings us to the coin flip. Uh, we okay. have to talk about what sucked about fantasy this year. Uh, oh man, what what was shitty? And like, let's just get this out of the way first. Blizzard API issues. Yeah. We get it, okay? Like, (laughs) we can't blame anyone but Blizzard for this. Like, we're complaining to them, not the creators of High Noon, not the creators of Foul Play, or not Foul Play, that's us. Uh, Not the creators of Fantasy (laughs) Owl or anything like that. Like, it just, we have to accept those kind of things, and and it sucks. Like, that is why I'm saying that sucks, but I'm not throwing that dagger at any one person. Um, Yeah, the the, the appy was crappy for sure. Exactly. uh, Blizzard's appy was very crappy this year, and that Mm -hmm. it broke hearts. Um, Yeah. My heart was definitely broken. Besides that, what sucked? 
the the consequences of the appy being crappy you know it <laughs> right. didn't it didn't help that like i think a lot of people kind of in this happen this happens every time you know stats get messed up is like people stop taking as much of an interest in fantasy oh. you know so in the beginning of the year people are a lot more invested and then as soon as your lineup starts getting screwed over by blizzard kind of turning a blind mm -hmm. eye you take less of an interest you know and yeah. it happens with everybody so yeah that that part sucked mm -hmm. um I think another one is probably uh, oh shoot I just had it uh, it was on the tip <laughs> of my tongue oh I think I think just the not inclusion of playoffs in the high noon.gg format um, oh yeah it was like that, stated that at the beginning we're tough. gonna have it and that was really unfortunate that we didn't um, it was we kind of still had fantasy owl to appease us but like that did suck that there was no playoff format because like you have to do that in fantasy because playoffs can't work in fantasy so but i mean just having the regular season scores works fine i just wish that we had the the playoff one but yeah is what it is I suppose. um yeah it's it's a uh, you know i, I don't want to just spend this entire section just harping on blizzard you know yeah it would have exactly. been nice to, to also have, i mean like you know captain planet is a great stats guy and they have great stats guys mm -hmm. over there and they've got all these stats that they're working with like it would be fun for them to kind of take take fantasy on their shoulders a little bit i think that's going to be what happens yeah. because like they're pretty much only using their stats for like these little tidbits in the broadcast and like it's true you know it's if so you want to you want to help build your audience and make your sustain your audience then you should be doing it outside of just the games you know mm. um well let's let's talk so, about yeah that. We'll let's, see. let's get out of this let's get out of this crappy uh complaining category yeah that no right, one let's... really wants to listen to because everyone <laughs> already hates blizzard for whatever reason you need to yeah um let's talk about our wish list let's talk about if we had our dream realized of fantasy overwatch uh and we got every little thing we wanted it was perfectly produced and made uh because people had billions of dollars and infinite time what would we mm -hmm. want so Teo, what's number one on your wish list so uh whew. uh I don't, I don't know if i ha i i don't know if i All can right. rank well, them I'll, right now i'll go i'll go first then i'll yeah. jump in um, you throw one my way sure my biggest one i i know i've mentioned it on an episode beforehand i i want more stats to give fantasy points i would Beautiful. love damage block to be in there i would love alts negated to be there for diva players yeah. like and That's a i would one. of course the formula is going to have to change i mean you could have so many more stats like that just oh you, if you had headshots i would be sick um that's the one that i'm interested in but like damage amplified could be one like it, yep. it would give mercy that's a bonus fun. it would give Arisa a bonus it would give uh zenyatta a bonus which god zenyatta does not need a bonus um yeah. but but i mean i think that would be you just have to tweak oh another numbers. good one is shields given you know because lucio players right now they don't get the benefit of their mm -hmm. alts healing yeah because it's just provided in shields yeah. you know so shields uh, provided is is a good one does anybody and yeah. shields and armor provided uh we'll, yeah we'll exactly out. does Those armor nice. provide count as healing already uh i don't think so probably if it over armors it then should. no if it over armors then it probably doesn't but like you know how it, it'd be hilarious you if you could do uh 
if you could do stuff like um like fumbles in football where you just like if somebody feeds and they're they just die by themselves and you're like all yeah, right exactly that's negative points they can't do that just yet but down the line you down know? the line yeah it could happen so just i mean there's so many more stats we could bring up you see them when you hit tab on your overwatch games already right yep. like this could happen i would environmental kills being a bonus oh i love it that. makes no sense and it's probably a bad idea but i think it'd be kind of funny so it that's my be. that's my also vote so that's number one on my wish list is that blizzard just gives us more stats and then we include those into our algorithms for scoring so number right. one i'm gonna Dream fantasy all right so i'm gonna go with one it's not it's not number one on my list but okay. I, it just kind of occurred to me i think you know fantasy football is like the 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 uh the gold the, standard the prime example it is the gold yeah, standard yeah. yeah so um i think uh, one thing that fantasy football does that's really useful um is they have like those teams have to give players a probable or now that i think it's just questionable or active designation before oh, a game yeah. right and <laughs> that be is amazing sick because yeah. it'll literally just tell you if a player is gonna play or not you know like uh-huh. it's you still there is some guesswork to be done and like there's guesswork to be done with subs and everything but it would be nice to know like if every team at least told you their starting lineup oh, before each game it would make life a ton easier mm-hmm. um, so that's one the meta thing. shifting so much would be It'd be way better. Yeah. Way, way better. So so that's one thing I like. Um cool. it's just a small, small little factor that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Another another smaller one, I would like more trading options was one that oh, I yeah. talked about. I, if you're playing it a season long, I would love like a multiple players for multiple players style of trade. Uh or three way trades like between different like players in the same league. Uh, I know it's kind of complicated, but I, I think it would just be a nice addition. I don't know how often it would even get used, but I think it would be nice. Uh, and the last one, we talked about this a little bit off air, but um, combined scoring probably won't work at all next season. No. Uh, it just will be too risky. So we talked about just uh, keeping best format scoring, but also including an average scoring uh, format would, would also be really good. So if your player it'd be a, probably a more competitive league than you're just best scoring because uh, you're because you're kind of actually risking on a mulligan uh if mm-hmm. you're playing but anyway i think uh i think that would be an interesting an interesting format to add so those are all my my wish list items do you have any more right. that you can think of um yeah i i, I just one thing on the uh, the best versus average and etc is like that's the issue with fantasy basketball is that you like when it comes playoff time in fantasy basketball like you just Mm want to get players who play more games and that's so silly you know it really should just be averages and that's why fantasy basketball hasn't taken off but like just as like a summary of what i would like to see from fantasy overwatch i think you know away from fantasy basketball towards fantasy football is that the nfl has really taken ownership of fantasy you know and it's obvious that on their website they they have their own fantasy uh their own fantasy format and et cetera, their own fantasy system Isn't set it up. Is garbage though? I, I actually like it, um, oh, but it okay. used to be, it used to be trash for sure. Um, okay. But then like, you know, they obviously have their own because they don't want to, they want to have all of those users instead of Yahoo and uh, Yahoo has one, CBS has one, ESPN has one, Sleeper yeah. has one. There's so many places. So like, I think, overwatch really has and blizzard has a great opportunity to take ownership of fantasy from the get-go you know so 
if they do their own system, you know, hire these guys who have been doing it by themselves because they deserve some money. They've been doing great work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, shout out to Fantasy Owl and High Noon and even Winston's Lab. Um, yeah, they put in an insane amount of work. Like, we can't yeah. – well, uh, first off, thank you. Like, you let us yeah. create something in a podcast for a whole year, which is so much fun. So insane. thank you for creating the space for us to play in. That's number one. But yeah, and they deserve and way exactly more recognition it. than like, they're getting. What's great about fantasy is it lets you create more content, you know? And like mm -hmm. people that are into Overwatch, they want to guess what's going to happen. They want to use their knowledge in pickums. They want to use it in by picking players and who are going to do well and et cetera. Um, and with the NFL having all those stats available, it just, it's created this entire world of fantasy football. Like that's a huge industry now and it allows people to create content. So yeah, if those stats were more readily available, mm -hmm. we would be able to put out way better content, you know, and you would, it would inspire other people to come in and do infographics and et cetera, just ranking players. Like I'm just thinking of like what data we're going to have available for mock drafts next year. And it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be an absolute mess. Uh -huh. So yeah, yeah, that's overall, that kind of is just my summary of what what i would like blizzard to do cool. just you know, so i grab, also grab paged yeah exactly i i agree with you and i don't like i honestly <laughs> i i wouldn't be a super huge fan of blizzard completely taking over because uh when blizzard does completely take over they kind of seem to scorched earth everything else um yeah so i'd be worried that we'd lose i really yeah, like this I daily think that's a, website i think that's stuff, a real so. concern yeah. Um, the ideal is that they offer their version right. and that Alongside. comes with stats, you sure. know? Yes. That so comes this with them having our, uh, API consistency list. and then <laughs> people have offshoots that you can cool. turn to. Yeah. So this is our wish list. You're right. This isn't uh yeah. this isn't what would maybe happen. This is in a dream world. But I yeah. also paged our Discord asking uh asking people what they thought of this very thing, what they would want to add. Um first suggestion we got was an Android app, and I will throw in my two cents for an iOS one as well. Be great yeah, to have this, also uh, mobile like iOS a, accessible. Uh, a Blizzard app would be I mean a Blackberry app would be great too. Yeah, um, I think for, yeah. for my dad. I think for my Motorola Razor, <laughs> if I could could get yeah. an app that'd be great um yeah, yeah so definitely having something mobile access would be really cool i don't know the logistics of that maybe there might be some like uh there might be some copyright issues with you posting something like that on there but i don't know people get away with it all the time so give it a shot uh and then my <laughs> um and then another suggestion we had this was comes from cold zero in our discord he actually had a really really good suggestion i loved this one is a player's tab on any fantasy website that you find that breaks down where their total points for any given day or week comes from um so even okay. uh, a match by match breakdown or maybe even a map by map breakdown if given possible by the the gods at blizzard um if given possible then you could you could track you'd be like oh okay if my player plays lijong then he scores really well but yeah. man on ilios this guy's not scoring well at all like so you could get even more specific that. like i just think more specificity will always be better as an option don't clutter my page with it but give me a tab i can click on and i think that's yeah. a really good idea a lot of work I get it, but like I think that would make a fantasy website uh, a lot more fun and a lot uh, more in depth. And even without doing a lot of work, like I just don't understand why we don't have box scores for uh, yeah 
for Overwatch. Like you can go to any other sports game and click on ESPN and just check out who scored what. And you don't even have to check through fantasy. You can just like I can check an NFL game and know roughly what that would equate to in fantasy points. You know, any freaking so Blizzard too. like League all I can do is thing. I oh do they? Uh, so like I click close, on an yeah. Overwatch League schedule and all I see is like the players who played on a map and that's that's all the information you had. Like Winston's lab was great for that, but like you know just. Blizzard could step it up a little bit. Oh, a little bit is an understatement. They could do so <laughs> just, much just give more. Me, just give me a box score, and then yeah, let let us do the work of like doing player pages yeah. and whatnot. And I was a little spoiled by uh, like 2K League, like NBA 2K leagues, like their their uh, esports league. Uh, did a literal box score while the games were happening, like just oh, like how an NBA game does it. And I was like, like yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's <laughs> incredible. And I yeah. mean, you know, they're using. They're using robots too. They're using computers and et cetera. And they're Game averaging com. like so, under 10k viewers. Like, come on, Blizzard. Yeah, you could like do it, so should, much. it should be, it should be pretty simple to do. Oh man. So that's uh, and then we had one more final suggestion. Uh, okay, I shouldn't say one more. We had many, many suggestions that said, uh, fix the Blizzard API. And okay, we get it. Yes, that needs to be done. Uh, mm-hmm. but another another suggestion that came in from uh, Beardy was. Uh, he would like a different fantasy format, which uh, I've never personally played with, but basically a cash value for players when you draft them at the start of the season, and then their cash values fluctuate as the season goes on, gaining and losing value depending on how much fantasy points they gain, and then whoever has the most money on their team at the end wins. So, yeah, I mean, more options are, is good. Like, I probably wouldn't participate in that one. It just seems like a little bit worse than a daily format um but i uh i mean yeah more options is is better like if you like that if you like that format all the power to you chase after it yeah it's it's funky um i don't know that i totally am into it but it's funky and i like that about it so yeah yeah cool um the last (laughs) thing fantasy wise that we want to talk to you for the final episode of foul play was just like a couple of playoff tips if you're playing the daily format um one we had that DPS will probably score a little bit lower on average come this new meta. Um, uh-huh. I mean, Symmetra, it sounds like it's coming into the meta a little bit, who actually does melt, but melts shields a lot of the time, and you're not getting hero yeah, damage done. I don't done think you're getting those barriers. points. No. So, I mean, yeah, a little issue. I don't think Sigma scores super high in damage numbers, but he he's going to be the off tank. So, I don't know. Maybe actually... Maybe main tanks might be scoring more. Do you think Arissa would score more points than Sigma? Um, I have I have my suspicions that Sigma will score more, or because I think he'll get more limbs. You know, like Arissa See, might do a lot of with. damage. I think, but I think he Sigma would get less limbs. Really, uh-huh. but he's like he's got things that aren't as affected by shields. You know, with his alt and uh, his little his rock throw. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I think he's got he's got some abilities that allow him to kind of bypass shields a little bit more and play yeah. a little more. And as a flex tank, you do play more flexibly. Whereas, like, if you're a Risa, you're sitting in the back and you're gonna have three shields in front of you, including that Symmetra ult. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think. But I do think the scoring will be more balanced. Cool. Honestly, okay. like, it might just be Moira carrying teams in uh, in fantasy yeah. for the playoffs. It might be. Just wow, like, this would be a rough. Uh, she does her player. thing. Yep. But okay, that brings us that's the last we're gonna talk about fantasy. That's it. That that's that's oh, the thing. So, so we we don't want to talk about the most clutch player on our fantasy team? Um 
Okay, sure. Let's do it. Who was, for you this season, who was the most clutch player you had on your fantasy team? Yeah, so uh, I, I literally only wanted to bring that up so that I, because I, I forgot I was in one regular league. I was in like seven unlimited league. Did oh, pretty well funny. in all of those on high noon, even though uh, I stopped setting my roster. Mm-hmm. But I, I stopped setting my roster in my regular league too. That has a uh, Lady Sky in it. Uh, okay. Sky, yeah. she's like she's in a bunch of these uh, fantasy discords. She's pretty good at what she does, and it also had totally, totally drunk in it. Um, and they both, you know, they both did really well. Now that I'm looking at the leaderboard, they both finished thirteen and four. But my team, Shazalama Ding Dong, had fifteen <laughs> wins, and I won it. And so I got to give a Heck shout yeah. out to Shaz. All right, Shaz, carry <laughs> just, you through the just, whole season. Exactly, it's splendid. That's so. funny. I I also had Shaz in the majority of my leagues, who scored insanely well for me uh, throughout the season. But I, I think my clutch player award uh, goes to. I'm going to give it to two players. Uh, because okay. I drafted Nene and Sinatra in almost every league I was in. Wow. <laughs> like players, like people were just afraid of these like New York and San Francisco DPS. And I just, I mean, I gambled on who they'd play and I won for three stages. Beautiful. So that was, uh, that was probably me for clutch, but very, very brave. And yes. your, your courage was rewarded and I'm happy for it. Uh, it was courage is not, uh, suggested in the fantasy Bible, but it is rewarded. indeed. <laughs> Um, so guys, that brings us to the end of our fantasy content. So if that's all you came to the podcast for, uh, you're fine hitting that stop button and jumping on to some other podcast, but we actually, uh, had a little bit more time that we wanted to fill. So Teo and I decided to both make playoff brackets and talk about them, kind of see just what teams we have going through. This is not from a fantasy perspective. This is purely from who we think is going to be good. Uh, so yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited about the talk about these brackets. So let's just, let's just go by these matches. I don't think let's go too in depth because we want to go through like the, all the way and talk about it. But yeah. I mean, if you have something to say, say it. So quarterfinals, I have the charge beating the hunters and I have the fusion beating the dragons. Yeah. And I am your Siamese twin in that. And okay, I cool. agree. Okay. Sweet. Um, so we both agree. Little pointers on them. Like the charges look more consistent right uh-huh. now. Whatever mm-hmm. scrim bucks are saying about the hunters, I I can only go off of what I know of these teams from these past four stages, right? And that's uh, and you know of their current form right now. And um, the Shanghai did not respond well to the meta shift this last stage, whereas the charge were pretty consistent and improved. Um, and then as for fusion, I mean, uh, yeah. So that shit. <laughs> so that explains why the dragons won't do so well and why the charge should do well yep. um but the hunters are in a similar situation as the dragons were like they kind of faltered this past stage as well and then the fusion are in a similar space of the uh charge where they improved and didn't you know completely fall apart when the meta changed mm-hmm. that's true uh i am worried that jinmu is going to be a symmetric god is uh, oh, I and I, 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 I think that that is concerning, but I do think that charge pound for pound is better than the hunters. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. That, that's where I'm laying it down. So that would set our semifinals at Spitfire versus Fusion and Dynasty versus Charge. Uh, I believe we're both agreed that Spitfire and Charge take home their respective victories. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, mm-hmm. On this end, I, one, I love that we're getting a season one rematch in the play-ins uh, to make playoffs. I think that is amazing. Yeah, it's super I really, fun. 
Really hope it does line up. I think the media team is going to have a friggin' heyday uh, if that goes down. But uh, So I, I would love to see that match, but I think Spitfire win. Um, I am believing those rumors. I've heard that Spitfire are unbelievable in scrims right now, so that's really cool to see. So I like um, that. Yeah, I'm saying Spitfire wins, and Dynasty, I just don't believe that they're good enough at adapting to beat a really, really hot charge team. I think... Uh, they look better, better with Fleta in the lineup, but I don't know if they're going to be able to succeed. So, that's my uh, yeah. that's my two cents on the semifinals of the play-in tournament. Yeah, just to echo that, I just I I, I refuse to trust Seoul until we see it from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, for uh, for the Spitfire versus Fusion, you know, I think it's it's just a repeat of last year. The Spitfire is just a, a more well-rounded team. Yeah. Um, and uh, Poco's a little too tilted by the meta right now. <laughs> yeah, don't get tilted in playoffs. Uh, all right, fair <laughs> enough. So that brings us to our, our grandiose playoffs bracket. Um, so let's just go through match by match. So to start off the quarters, we got the Titans versus the Charge then in our brackets because we're so far the same. Um, I mean, Titans win this, right? Like, Charge yeah. are good, but, like, Titans are they they're the titans you know like i don't see them losing first round of the playoffs that seems a little too crazy to me yeah no i'm I'm not ready to go that bold just yet cool all right yeah so that'll be rank one versus nine in terms of seeding so yeah i think they're they got that all right the next match we have is spark versus gladiators this is where we start to shift i yep. have homer picked the gladiators uh I say Homer because we did just lose to the Spark in regular season, yep. right at the tail end of the year, which is really concerning. Um, but with new meta, I always put my hopes in the flexibility of your DPS players. And I think that uh, Surefore and Decay may not have the title of best DPS duo in the league, but I do think they, but oh, they're, if not the top, maybe second in terms of most flexible DPS duo in the league. And so... I am putting enough faith for them to at least beat the spark in the first round of playoffs. Yeah, I uh, I disagree because I think the spark are they just they look good to me right now. Um, and uh, you know they beat they last they won the last one so they've got a bit of an edge. But it's true in the new meta we can't be sure. And I do think Surefor has proven that he's a very he's he's very good at learning new metas and learning new heroes. Uh-huh. You know. Like I've, I'm pretty sure his him learning Widowmaker is pretty unparalleled in the league, just yeah. in terms of a player rising up the ranks super quickly. But it's true that I think the Sparks uh, roster is a little more well-rounded, so it's possible that they've been scrimming uh, on the new patch a little more comfortably. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I give the Spark an edge, but this is going to be a really close series, probably. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of our best games, at least in the quarterfinals. Um, I will say, I think Spark's tank line is probably better than ours, or better than the Gladiator's tank line. I think I think mm-hmm. Kushue and Rhea are a better combo. Like I think Roar yeah. has kind of always been the weakest link all year for, uh, for the Gladiators. I have not been a huge fan of Roar. I want to be, uh, but maybe it's just because it was the goats meta or whatever. Maybe I'm just not seeing it, but I was always mm-hmm. a little concerned about him. Um, but I mean, the, if the rumors are true, uh, I mean, not even rumors, you can go look it up on your, on your 
Overwatch client right now, uh, hydration has been like one freaking Sigma in ranked for That's like so the last funny. few weeks and is like apparently getting pretty good at the hero. So who knows? Maybe maybe off tank hydration is coming in. Actual flex god can play can play Lucio, Ball, Sigma, and any projectile DPS. Uh, <laughs> dude can play anything. So maybe maybe he's our secret it. weapon. Maybe he's our trump card, and and I'm all for it if he is. So um that's our that's our split uh, that's where our first division <laughs> next one we have similar but i'm surprised we have similar that's nyxl versus the london spitfire we both chose excelsior here and that is probably the most uncertain i have been about a choice in yeah. this entire yeah i've been mad <laughs> I, this is a tough one. I've just adopted the mantra that I'm going to give NYXL all of my energy, all of the positive vibes I can. So I'm yeah, trying not to doubt them at getting all. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be stupid. But mm -hmm. um, I do think like NYXL has a big roster. They've looked horrible this past stage, and maybe that's because they've been working on the next patch. Uh -huh. that's, yeah. that's my hope and my mm -hmm. dream. And also, in general, like, I feel like NYXL tends to win that matchup against the Spitfire. Like, I think both of these teams struggle at similar times and then do well at similar times. So, okay. uh, yeah, I, I, I think Flower and Libero are super flexible DPS duo. Mm -hmm. um, Profit obviously is, like, a top DPS. But Bird, Bird Ring has never proved that he can be a consistent he can be consistent and flexible. You know, he's mm -hmm. either or. So, I think... Uh, this this matchup goes to, to nyxl all right i am saying it but way less uh way less confident than you um i have spitfire going pretty far in this tournament though so i don't feel too bad about if i'm wrong mm -hmm. here because they're going pretty far in my bracket but so since we're alike on that one the last match of the quarterfinals is the san francisco shock versus the atlanta rain i get it atlanta's good they're hot but san francisco has not stopped being good since day one yeah. um they were like oh man ghost is gone well that's okay we can we can just uh throw out whoever we were holding back here <laughs> also rascal's one of the best freaking players in the world ever uh and didn't skip a beat no matter where you put him whether it was on the support role yep. or now that he's back on dps guy is insanely good um I'm glad he's playing for the Shock. It's really cool to watch. But so I have Shock beaten Rain and moving on. How about you? Um, yeah, I, I I echo all of that. The cool. Shock just I don't think we've ever seen a team rotate DPS players and actually win games, and the Shock yeah. are doing it. So as far as I'm concerned, they're OP. Cool. Fair enough. All right, let's jump down to the losers bracket then, because now we'll have the teams that have made it there. So first we have the Charge versus the Spark. Yep. I put the Charge. Um, in my game, so that's in my bracket. I've charged versus Spark. I'm choosing the charge to move on. In yours, you have charge versus Gladiators. Who wins that match for you? Um, it's it's the charge. For You've me. lost best I just, status. I it's okay. I I change it back to the Gladiators. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But honestly, um, I I like to have a little bit of drama in my friendships, so this is mm -hmm. good. I'm gonna stick with the charge. Okay. Uh, I just think you know. Just in terms of their recent form, they look good to me. Uh, they they've got flexibility. They they also ran a DPS rotation successfully, although not with as many players as the Shock. Mm -hmm. So they don't get the same sort of edge. But like a team that's able to rotate players and adapt to the meta is a team that I 
want to bet on in the playoffs. Cool. Okay. So yeah. I give that edge. All right. I can, I can get with that. Now, we also were disagreed on this one, and we had the same matchup with Spitfire versus Rain. You chose the Rain to win this game. Yep. I think the Rain have so much mojo right now, and I'm it's hard to bet against them outside of the shock, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, the Spitfire are a team that, like, not all of them play with Mojo. Like Prophet, Bedoshin, and Fury are super consistent, um, really talented, always perform, in my opinion. Gesture and Bird Ring suffer here and there. And I think everybody on the rain is playing on such a high. Pokepo looks nasty. Um, Erster's obviously a monster. Uh, and like Dogman just keeps that whole team just pushing. So, yeah, I, I have, I'm not like incredibly confident in it, but. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to bet against the rain right now. All right. Well, I do because so this is where I start believing the rumors. This is where I think okay. the Spitfire are unbelievable. And who cares about the rumors? We've seen you, you playoff might want to Spitfire recap, before. Recap the rumors for our for our listeners. All right. Who might sure. not know so these word, here rumors. Yeah, we're on the metaphorical street, and that is in terms of Overwatch podcasts. Uh, we have rumors that Spitfire are looking like the best team in the world right now in terms of scrims. Uh, yep. Who knows if that's true? Yeah, it was also like on one week of testing this new meta, so who knows if that sticks. Also heard that Chengdu is real nasty. And Vancouver and Shock both stayed good. Go figure. Um, so that, But anyway, Spitfire being number one, I'm starting to believe. Two, we've seen playoff Spitfire caliper before. Uh, and so it's yep. not like I'm faithlessly basing this. I think Spitfire have the capability to go insanely far in this bracket, uh, even though they're in the loser streak. So I am giving them the w- uh, win over the Atlanta Reign. So there's my two I cents like in that match. Um, I like it, and I want to believe in Profit, because when Profit pops, everybody everybody benefits. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hop back up to our winner's brackets. Uh, I have the Titans playing the Gladiators here, and you have the Titans playing the Spark. I, I think in the end, our results are both the same. It's yep. just Titans winning this game. Uh, Titans, they're the number one seed team for a reason. They did insanely well all year, consistently, longest win streak ever. Like ever. Um, incredible play from them, rivaled only by the Shock. And I just don't think either team has the capability to, well... I'm not betting that either team will steal a win. <laughs> I do believe that Gladiators could steal it. I don't see Spark doing it. But so, but anyways, okay. in my bracket, I do have Titans winning that game. Uh, that yeah. brings us to our next one, which is Excelsior versus Shock, which we again, we both have this match. Uh, we've agreed. We both think that Shock wins. Probably for the same yeah. reasons. Like, um, just Shock look insanely good all the time. Uh, especially with Rascal back in there. Sinatra subbing in from maps is still super influential. Um, if Super has a tank he can't play, Smurf seems like a really reliable tank to put mm-hmm. in, or at least, if not reliable, you're not losing a ton. So I think that's a pretty big win. So, Shock, move on uh, to Winner's Finals to meet the Titans. Yeah? Yep, spot on. Cool. All right, let's down to the round two of the loser's bracket. I have Excelsior versus Charge, same as you, except we chose differently. You chose Excelsior, I chose Charge. Why did you choose NYXL? Um, 
because I give them a ton of positive energy and I yeah. want to believe in my guys. Right, they the may Homer have gotten pick. stomped it's by here. the charge. They may have been forrowed and not gotten a single point against the charge, but that's back in a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Symmetra wasn't OP back then. Sigma didn't exist. We're in a new world now. Uh, Libero is the most creative and flexible player in the history of Overwatch. Oh, I word. Um, NYXL, it's that that's actually true. I mean, this yeah, guy, right. he innovated May in Apex. We just talked he about hydration. Sombra. <laughs> hydration showed up on the scene like last season. Libero's been doing this since he was Dude, since hydration was Kungarna? a wee child. Um Oh, I oh I know Kangarna. All right, um, but no, I don't like, think he actually played on. Libro's a really flexible guy. Uh, I think Flower's super flexible. I think NYXL has Jonak, um, and I'm pretty sure they have Jonak. I don't trust their coaching, and I need to hear some. I, I need to hear some stuff from their coaches. But first, I want to see some stuff, and I want to see them beat the charge. Cool. All right. Well, my rant's shorter. I, I think charge. I believe in playoff streaks. I believe in them strongly. And that's why I have London and charge both going pretty far. I have charge beating NYXL uh, like with London. And I have evidence that they do really well in playoffs. I have lots and lots and lots and lots of evidence to go against the NYXL. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where I see that biting them in the ass and them stopping right here. Okay. Our second game, this is where you would have Spark and change it out with my Gladiator's pick. Um, but we, I chose the Spitfire to win this game because I see them beating the rain. You don't somehow. So I think if this is true, I think Spitfire beat Gladiators. I think Gladiators are a strong team, but I think that London is a, a scary, terrible force in playoffs. However... We were the only team to take a set off them last year. So I want everybody to know that Gladiators were the second best team in all of Overwatch League uh, in, 20, <laughs> in 2018, all right? All right, um, I'm sold. To defeat them. So, I mean, it's like kind of true, whatever. Um, so my choice is Spitfire to beat the Gladiators. I don't think we can catch uh, that happening twice. So uh, that's my victory. Talk to me about Rain and uh, Spark. Um. Rain and uh, Spark. Yep, I go with Erster again. Yep, Spark. All right. I mean, yeah. Good Erster. Erster. Better. <laughs> yeah, Boom. Erster better. Fair. <laughs> That's a good pick. All right. Well, then let's get out of this losers bracket. Let's go back to the winners final. So everyone's this game moves on to Grants and uh, doesn't have to re-enter that losers bracket. Uh, and that would be Titans versus Shock in both of our. Uh, and both of our brackets, but you chose the Shock to win while I picked Titans. Why did you make that decision? The Shock rotate seamlessly. Okay. They perform admirably, and they have an ugly camo uniform, but that doesn't stop them <laughs> from being pretty good at the game. Do you think a team will wear their third jersey in the Grand Finals? Um if it's the rain, 100%. Yeah, they, they, I swear they don't wear any of their other jerseys anymore. They it's should just not. their third. They only that's wear their, their best, third jersey. That's their best uniform, dude. Uh, yeah. That's so fire. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So it, I just think the shock, they just look incredible. I haven't seen anything to tell me that they're not the best team in the league right now. Okay. All right. Well, I disagree. I think that Titans have some also some incredible DPS players sitting on their bench waiting to pop. 
Um, I just I see the support line probably being better on the Titans, and I see that carrying them through to the win. Um, they got more. They have the equal amount of MVP candidates on either team. So question mark there. Um, but I see um, I see Titans winning this one. However, I will say uh, it changes later. But so for our last two losers rounds, because we're running like pretty low on time, it's going a bit longer than I anticipated. But um, losers round, you have talk to me about the rest of your losers bracket. Um, what is it then? Titans Excelsior? No, no, no. Your losers bracket. Like your round three and losers finals. Oh, round three Excelsior Rain. I give all my power to the Excelsior. I think they're okay. flexible enough, and the Rain's second DPS is questionable enough that the Excelsior can take it. If the Excelsior win, like one game, they've got Mojo. They got Juice. I, I trust them. If they, they win believe, two games, yeah. they get even more Mojo, more Juice. You if know, they, they can ramp learn up on their momentum. Yeah, exactly. They really do well with momentum. The rain only have momentum. I think the rain aren't experienced enough to go four rounds into the playoffs. Right. Um, and then at the end of the losers finals, I have the Titans against the Excelsior. And uh, hey, if the Excelsior make it that far, they're not stopping. Oh there. my they're god! Going. That's what this it is, is, baby. Once that once that train is rolling, once that MTA subway has left the station, it is not stopping for nobody. Except Spider-Man when Tobey Maguire wore the mask. Yeah, okay. good thing it's a titan, not a spider. Not a spider. Uh, all right, so interesting bracket to say the least. I New York <laughs> is lost out in losers round two for me, potentially round one uh, if I, in a different world where I have Spitfire beating them. But uh, So, all right, impressive pick. My losers bracket looks like charge spitfire first i give that win to spitfire i believe in them really strongly but not enough to beat their next opponent which would be san francisco shock uh i think shock will be very desperate to face the titans in the grand finals to really just confirm our best rivalry that we've had all season Um, and i think this would be the best grand finals i think uh, the stadium in Philly is going to be a sea of orange uh, for the fusion or for the shock in that match. It's going to be wild. Um, and I have the grand finals going to the San Francisco shock against the Vancouver Titans. Um, I think shock is just an emotional team and emotional teams really enjoy comebacks. So if they get a mm-hmm. second shot at it, I think they win. And my second option is actually going to be what I sort of joked about just a second ago. And that's home crowd. I know it's not their hometown, but I mean, we saw, we saw Philly versus London be a predominantly Philly crowd when it was held in the States. And so mm-hmm. I think, um, I think in that case, I think shock is going to have more fans there. And I think that those are players that are probably going to be fueled by those kind of fans. So, that's my choice. Those are our. Oh, you didn't tell me about your grand finals. Sorry. Who's your grand finals between? Shock, baby. All right. So you shock Excelsior, which is mental, but I guess that you finally ceased your Excelsior hype. The mojo they've been gathering wait, is not wait, enough wait. to win. No, I have word. Wait a second. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, no. The, the train's still going. Yeah. Excelsior, baby. Excelsior win. Okay. <laughs> the greatest debate. The Bluffins debate. Uh, Teo, actually, if you're, back, yeah, if you're listening on podcasts and not watching on YouTube, uh, Teo Yama actually removed his face mask and yep. it was Blevins the whole time. Uh, yep. the greatest, took my, my Scooby, my Scooby villain mm-hmm. mask. It's gone. All right. So incredible, uh, <laughs> incredible. Well done Blevins. I love the, the 
craziness. <laughs> but, um, so those are our brackets. Uh, we'll post these on Twitter if you want to check them out. Uh, tell us how wrong we were, how right we were. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to not defend myself. Just probably say, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and the Twitter <laughs> replies. Uh, but. Honestly, from the the deepest part of my heart, thank you so much to all of you listening, uh, giving me a place to talk about Overwatch and talk about this kind of content, especially fantasy, something that I nerd out about and can't talk to anyone else except you guys. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh, A-Smith, Teo, Deathblow, thank you to all of you. Uh, It's been really, really fun this entire year. Yeah. Thank you to you. Thank you to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the internet for bringing us all together. That's true. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to miss you. And Blizzard, uh, fix your API. That's yeah, it Blizzard. for Foul Play this year. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Good night, Good night sweet friends.